and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's what it's all about. I don't got a billboard. I got you and your big fat mouth to tell your friends, your coworkers, your brothers, your sisters, your mamas, your papas, anyone who wants... A trip away from their own thoughts. That's what a podcast is all about. Put your brain on the shelf. Let your boy J Train take the wheel. And I want to get your emails. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We have some really juicy emails here this week. I mean, Shelby really did the work. He went into that email, that inbox, and he found the good ones. Um, but we want yours to be the good ones. If you're having an issue, friend issue, relationship issue, lifestyle, all that stuff, send it in. We we go broad, we go wide, right, Shelby? We got we go all over the map with you know advice and hearing your stories. So jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And announcement wise, uh, I just want to thank you for watching the special, enjoying the special. You've shared it. I've gotten many amazing many isn't the right word it's like uh, so many amazing messages about watching the special how proud you were to be a part of my thing and what i've been putting out there for so long so thank you it means the world um it's been out it feels like it's been out for 17 years and it's really only been two weeks so it's you know, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. If you have watched it, share it with a friend. If someone brings up a topic that I brought up on the special, oh my God, you know what? There's this great special on Netflix called 37 and Single because it's just there. It's waiting for you. It's very cool. I can, the, the cool part is every night around 6 p.m. till around midnight, I start to get messages. I'm watching it, I'm seeing it. I, you know, a screenshot here. So it's, uh, or a shot of the, the, you know, of their TV. So it's very cool. Um, Keep letting people know. 37 and single. It is on Netflix. I'm on the road. I'm doing a whole new hour from the Netflix special. That it was important to me that whatever this thing came out, I would have a new new hour of material. And I do. I just got back from Lexington, Kentucky. Great shows, by the way. Love that club. Comedy off Broadway. And I got a whole new hour. It's ready. It's it, not ready to like, you know, ready to be tinkered with. But it, it's it's been fun. So I'm in Providence this weekend. Then... Then we go to some larger venues. So I need your help. Um, if you're in Atlanta, uh, I'm going to be there September 21st. That's selling okay. Huntington, Long Island, um, it's okay. I, I didn't really expect to have a lot of people in Long Island, but that's moving. Seattle's been great. Thank you, Seattle. We added a second show. Uh, I'm going to be there in October. Charlotte, I keep hearing from Charlotte. I don't know if I'm hearing from the same seven people, but... I, I would assume those tickets are moving. I just haven't seen. Philly, we added a second show. D.C. added a second show. Baltimore. Uh, I don't know if there's anyone even in Baltimore at this point. Um, <laughs> it doesn't look good. But go get those tickets. Dania Beach, Portland, Oregon, Phoenix, San Diego, Boston, Chicago. JaredFreed.com for tickies. JaredFreed.com for tickies. Very excited about today's guest. New to the JCU, the J-Train Cinematic Universe. Hilarious comic. Shannon Fiedler, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Congrats on the special, too. Thank you Amazing. so much. Yeah, it's been very cool and fun. How are you? What's going on? You just got back from your I'm honeymoon. Good. I know. I My life is different and not different at all, but I'm married now. So you're married now. When, <laughs> did, married. when was the wedding? I got married August 5th. So what's that, like three weeks ago? So you, listen, listen you and I both had our own versions of weddings. Exactly. You know, I had the special 
spoke about and you had a wedding. Where Same was thing. the wedding? How did you meet? Give us the story. This is, we get lots of relationship questions. Yeah. I'm sure people want to know. Wedding was Newport, Rhode Island. So you're going to Providence. You're going to love Newport. it. Newport. Ooh, the very mansions swanky. of Newport. Very love nice, it. Yeah. No, I, Taylor Swift's hometown. It's so beautiful. Rhode Island's just the best. Such a hidden gem. Right. There, it is one of those places that, it, you know, I'm starting to come to terms with, you know, because the world is opening up as mm-hmm. far as like, Air travel's just mm-hmm. easier now, and it just feels like we can go different places, and people want to go to different places. Totally, Providence, that that Newport Sea area of, of of Rhode Island is like you would only know it if you grew up in New England. Hundred percent, but like, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. There are these mansions you can go tour the mansions. There's beautiful beaches. I mean, Taylor Swift has a house there, I think, on Watch Hill. Yeah, that is, but I think she might have sold it. It is. There's it's a hotel nice. near there, the Ocean House. The Ocean House. You just—it's one of those places. I just went to look at it. Yep, same. You just have to look at it. Like the rooms are like two thousand dollars a yeah, night. Yeah, like, like unachievable. It's out of control. You're like, who would spend this money? And you just have to go drive to see it. Like yeah. my parents used to just go drive around that area to just go. You, you do have this moment where you're like, I can't believe I'm just driving to look at this. Exactly, but you are, and it's worth it. It's yeah. just—it's so stunning. So. I was thinking about it. Like I was in Charleston for a hot minute. We went on a boat, did like a boat day. Very fun. My buddy's got bars down there, Uptown Social, Share House, Bodega. If you want to go check out a great bar down in Charleston, but it was like I've been to Uptown Social. It's you have? Well, yeah. Unless I got the. Look at you are right. I mean that place is Reppin. that place is hysterical because it's like the ground floor. This is the right one, right? Like mm-hmm. the the when you walk in, it's like a country music live band scene. And I mean, they may upstairs, have that day, but the, the roof is wild. The roof yeah. is wild. Yeah, and it's, it's like college. It's, it's so fun. He he was part of the group that does hair the dog off the wagon oh, down the half. Okay. It's funny because like, you go through this bar and you're yeah. like, wow, the downstairs is a just a whole, he has two bars in one. It's two great. completely different bars. Yeah, the roof is a blast. It's a great so place to go on any trip down there too mm-hmm. for like a weekend. But we were down there and I was like, they, you know, there was the guy with the boat was like telling us, oh, we can go down there. There's like a little area there. And you're like, wow, people just knew this. Yeah. You know, in the same way, you know, Rhode Island, the New Englanders knew it, you know, the Southerners knew Charleston. So you get married. How did you meet your husband? We met on Hinge. Hinge, good for you. I know, there's hope out there, folks. There you go. It can work. (laughs) Anything can work. Anything can happen. Anything is possible if you believe. There we go. Or if you go on enough Hinge dates. We've been together, I mean, we met in, winter 2019 so like right before the pandemic right and then one of our friends coined the term we like turbo dated because this is how it goes it goes both ways yeah exactly there were turbo dating and there was turbo Turbo, breaking up exactly and you if you whatever that gave you is the right indicator for your relationship right so i always joke because so we met in december march the world shuts down and we both I was not a true New Yorker. I fled. I went to my parents in Connecticut. He Mm -hmm. went to his parents in Minnesota. So we're far apart getting to know each other. So normally at that phase in a relationship, you're like singing karaoke and like meeting each other's friends. And we're FaceTiming. A lot of karaoke in those first few months. A lot of karaoke. Yeah, you're right. It's like (laughs) the highest concentration. Yeah, yeah. But we're FaceTiming each other every night for an hour. Like, so tell me about your childhood trauma. Just like, you know, getting to know each other. So it feels like we've been dating longer, but. Well, this is great. So then you go, you have the wedding in Pro- in Rhode Island. Then mm-hmm. you go off on the honeymoon. And is there, how long did you go away on the honeymoon? We did eight days. So we did Turks and Caicos. Okay. It's a beach getaway. So there's only like so long you, you could sit on a yeah. beach. But we wanted it to feel long enough. Right. It was kind of perfect. 
Eight it's days. Great. Well, no, there's no such thing as a bad eight days in Turks and Caicos. You I couldn't. You would have to try so hard. You'd have to get like violently ill. So what did you respond to? How did the because there's people here yeah. who are on Hinge. Yeah. What made you respond? What got you talking on Hinge? Well, I started it. Okay. So here's the funny thing. He had just moved to New York. I was his first Hinge date in New York. Okay. I must have gone on 700 Hinge dates. Mm -hmm. So it was very like, I was like done with the games. I was like, let's get to it. He had... Um, how did it work? I, I guess he had ranked like Pixar movies was one of his questions. Okay. You know, one of those things. And was, I, uh, Do you remember what made yeah. you say hello? Well, I like Disney. So I was okay. like, well, I thought he was hot. Like, okay. let's be honest. That's the let's first call, thing. Let's call yeah, it what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And so then I said something to him, like I challenged his ranking. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, oh, I think, I don't know, he re-challenged me. And then I was just like, this sounds like a better conversation to have over a drink. There we go. So I effectively asked What him was him. the ranking that you didn't agree with? You know, I don't think he put Coco high enough. That movie Coco. is phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. That, 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 <laughs> that, of all film. the movies, we didn't go classics. We went the I, new new stuff. Gotta go Coco. How old are you? Uh, 31. 31. So I grew up with Pixar. Yeah. But I don't know. Coco's special. Have you seen it? I have seen it, right? What is, is it's that like the It's like Alzheimer's family? and Dia de los Muertos. It's very oh, magical. I don't think I have. I saw oh, the one good. with the family. Oh, Encanto. Yeah, Encanto. that's fine. Encanto. Coco, yeah. Okay. Coco's better. Listen, we're happy to have you. Shannon Fiedler, go follow at Shannon Fiedler13 on all socials. Now, when did you start comedy? Because I, I became familiar with your stuff. Was it a TikTok thing? No, I started in stand-up, but in COVID, I didn't do any shows, obviously. Yeah. No one was. That's when I started TikTok, and I blew up. So it brought a lot more to my stand-up. Okay, so you, how long were you doing stand-up before the TikTok stuff? Maybe like not super long, like two, three years. Yeah. Yeah. And then. So TikTok, what was the thing that like popped it off? Uh, I did a series of girl on a date videos. So it was like Connecticut girl on a date, Manhattan girl on a date, Got Boston it. girl. And like created this, my own cinematic universe of right. these characters. Um, and they just like, they blew That's up. the move on TikTok. Early you, adapter too. Branding. Branding. You got to oh stick God, yeah. to one thing. Yeah. And then you can, you know. And then you can. So now it's like. You know, girl on date in Turks and Caicos. Exactly. Girl, yeah. So exactly. listen, ever go follow Shannon at Shannon Fiedler 13. We are sponsored. Budgeting your food expenses this fall. This is the time of year people like are looking to get themselves organized. And I think this is a great way to do it. If you're budgeting your food expenses for the fall, get more bang for your bite with America's best value meal kit. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping. Get started for just $149 per meal with code 49JTRAIN at everyplate.com slash podcast. That's code 49JTRAIN at everyplate.com slash podcast. Check it out. I love that, especially if you're living on your own. These meal kits are great. It's a great way. I, you know, I talk about mental health stuff. Getting the ingredients, putting them together, seeing how you did when it's done. There's so few things that you get to beginning, middle, and end, you know, and have a little, it's a little art project that you get to eat. That's fun. Every plate. Go for it. Okay. You ready for some emails? J Train oh, Podcast. I am so ready. At gmail.com. How do I talk to my fiance mm. about his receding hairline oh. and finally opting for an age appropriate hairstyle? How old is your husband? 30. 30, so similar ages. Yeah. Is there a hair issue? He's got hair. A lot of his friends don't. 
Okay. So, <laughs> well, you're not fucking his friends. I'm just saying I've seen like, you know, I feel like they've dealt well with their receding hairlines. Okay. So, yeah, that's okay. J Train, longtime fan, Patreon subscriber. Every Monday I wake up and first thing I do is put on your podcast while I get ready for work and knowing I'll have a new episode to listen to Monday morning makes my Sunday scaries less scary. Well, thank you. Need your words of wisdom. I'm 32 and my fiance's 34. He has rapidly, he has a rapidly receding hairline and is balding on the top of his head. I don't mm. care if he goes bald. Aside from being the coolest dude I've ever met, he's tall, 6'3", super sexy, fucks like a god. Wow. My issue, and I'll be the first to admit it is shallow, is that he won't pick a lane. Mm. He's super confident guy and not wrapped up in his looks. For fuck's sake, men really have it easy. It's not <laughs> fair. So he's just not really aware he's balding as quickly as he is i've pointed it out and he'll just be like no i'm not and laugh obviously there's some degree of denial here (laughs) it is this is funny uh which i get but he is rapidly outgrowing the hairstyle he's had since his early 20s a male friend of mine takes finesse Finasteride, I don't know if I'm saying it right. He's talked about it with my fiance and answered my fiance's questions. My fiance mentions wanting to learn more about it from time to time and give it a shot, but he hasn't done anything to learn more about it and keeps forgetting to ask his doctor about it. Again, I don't care if he doesn't take steps to keep his hair. I know these meds come with side effects and I am not willing to sacrifice her amazing sex life, but it's decision time. Either try the pill or give a new hairstyle a, sh- a shot. I don't know how to broach the subject without making him feel shitty, but at the same time, I do a million things to maintain a certain level of attractiveness. And other things, cough, IUD, passed out on the table during insertion, cough for him. Wow. They aren't things he notices because they are, they're things I've just always done. Mm. But he met and fell in love with that version of me, a blonde highlights diet and exercise Botox as I've entered my 30s, which I've, he's never asked for, but, but likes how it looks, et cetera, et cetera. She put that in quotes, likes how it looks. He's not mm-hmm. a shallow person. He also loved me just the same in my gremlin pandemic era. But of course he appreciates it when I'm putting in the extra effort. I also plan to make, take certain measures after having his babies to keep things nice and tight, so to speak. Another thing he'd never ask me to do, but would be happy with the end results, LOL. Hello, I've never wow. asked him to change anything about his appearance, but am I wrong to ask him for this one thing? Or am I holding on to false hope that same way he's holding on to his hair? Like, just fucking shave it already. I don't rock the same skimpy outfits I did in my early 20s because it would look l- a little silly now. No shame in adapting your style and look for your age. Please help. I don't want the world's worst skater hair turned comb over ruining our wedding photos. He is way too hot to be rocking a comb over this young. So what do you think, Shannon Fiedler? Okay, well, the first thing I was going to say is the wedding photos is a good bargaining chip for her. Right. So, but the before I get to that, I do want to say, I think... You got to change your perspective in that you're doing all these things to make yourself look good for him and know right. that you're doing it for yourself because he does love you. He's going to stay with you either way. You want your hair to look good, you know? She's doing a lot of like internet speak that will yeah. get her likes and claps from the Yes right. Queen Nation. Right. Like the things she's doing, I disagree with. The, oh, the whole I, yeah. Well, I, I, no, no, no. Like I, she could do, I think right. I agree with what you're saying. Right. Like these are for her and then she's making it 
his benefit. Right, exactly. You so know, you can't resent him for what you're doing because it's not like he's asking you to do it. Yeah, he didn't point. say, hey, get on the table and <laughs> shove this thing up your vagina. I want to fuck. Right. You know, when you bring but, up the IUD and you go, I'm doing this for him. Uh, you know, I yeah. listen, life isn't fair. You know, like yeah. the world isn't fair. What you and here's the one thing that she's do like I she's kind of like mad that he doesn't have the same insecurities as her. Right. I feel like she's upset that she's doing all these things, but he's never once told her to do it. So like she can't not that she can't be upset. You can feel how you feel, right. obviously. But like you I think you need to look at where that pressure is coming from. But that's that's the thing she's avoiding the most is right. how she feels, which right. is I'm turned off by your haircut. Which is super fair. That's so, that is fa- way more fair than right. look at all this shit I have to do as a woman. Right. Because what mean, she's doing, she wants. The, it, this is the type of stuff that like you're going down the road of like not a human conversation. Right. So I, I look as a woman, it is obnoxious all the shit we have to do. He that no one asked. <sighs> You, you know, but you, go, you never know. I'm just saying, right. this is a societal right. thing. You can right. blame society a, all sure. day long. Blame but society. You, you know, but you, but when you're in the relation with someone, right. and they love you, and they've right. never asked you to do these things, right. the idea that they're the the reason society makes you do that. I don't know. It just it's you're not taking the road that's going to get you what you want. Exactly. Like maybe she needs to bring it up to him. Maybe she needs to be like, look at all these things I do. Has she said that to him? You know what I mean? Like, look at all the things I do for my appearance. I don't even think that would be like like an, helpful, a, a, right? helpful. Like yeah. I like to me, I would be like, then don't fucking do it. Yeah, you know, like uh, how about you know, like I. Here's the thing that she writes that I'm very interested. Okay, in. she writes super sexy and fucks like a god. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, specific. Are you looking to mess with that? Yeah, because a lot of this email is her being like, you should be more insecure. Yeah, and and, and you go yeah. You go, the reason he fucks like a god is because, listen, I live in envy of guys that, you know, when I see a guy who's like got a pot belly, throws the shirt off, jumps in the water, doesn't seem to give a fuck. I'm like, man, good for that fucking guy. He's not dealing with whatever I'm dealing with on my end. And and, you know, it's like, this is the same, right? You look and, and you hear this guy and I hear about this guy with his hair and you go, if it doesn't bother him, like you should be like, good for fucking him. Like, I would be like, but I would also say, like, she has a right to want to be attracted to her husband and say, hey, like, I want a new hair. But when she says, like, take the pill or don't, those pills, yeah, fuck with your, with the cock that fucks you like a god. Right. Like, that's like the number one thing they say about him is that, like, your sex drive is, and listen, if your response to that is, well, I take an IUD and that, you know, I took the pill and that fucks, it's like, Okay, but we're not having a discussion at that right. point. You're just looking to blame. Well, I feel like what she when she says pick a lane, that's mm. the biggest thing. And that's where I feel like you know, that's where he needs to decide is he does he want to save his hair or is he cool going bald, but he's in like this like, you know, right. n- nowhere purgatory zone and that's the problem. So I think what she should do is use those wedding photos and be like, "Look, these are the most important photos we're going to take in our entire life. They're going to live in infamy in our house in our gallery walls." We, can we just get a hairstyle that is like truly the right hairstyle? I, I think in addition to that, I think she needs to, st- I, I agree with what you're saying. I think yeah. the wedding photo is a great opportunity. Yeah. yeah. I think you got to be more direct. I yeah. think this idea, like, and yeah, I know that fair. might not work him to yeah. you. If he came to you and was like, don't like your fucking hair, get it fixed, you wouldn't respond well to that. I think right. he will 
better than you maybe because yeah. he is a confident guy it sounds like it, True. It, you know i i think take some drugs i don't think that's the answer <laughs> yeah. uh usually Tough. those drugs only hold on to what you got right okay. they don't grow new hair this is what i've heard i'm not on them myself but yep. i would say i heard that's like a, a a stop you know like but i remember there was a comic who used to do a joke about like you know the choice between fucking and and having hair and yeah. how unfair that was i can't right. remember who it was but it was um I think for you to say to this person, hey, I just think I would, I, can I go with you to a hair salon and let's fix this? Exactly. Like, let's make this a, a, to me, your email is written in me versus him. Yeah, it's combative for sure. I th- And I'm sure they're doing it for fun and to right. uh, have a laugh. I, I understand that. I would say if they work with him, how do we get you? And this hair yeah. to a great place for our pictures. And it's not about taking medicine. It's not about, you know, whether that's hair growth, IUD, Botox. Mm. It's none of that. It's a style. You know what I mean? Like that's right. like, I mean, I tell my fiance or husband shit. I tell my husband all the time, don't, you can't wear that outfit. Right. It doesn't match. And, and he doesn't take offense to it because it's a style thing. You and know what I mean? men want women to want the fuck them. Yeah, like, and men when, need help. And, yes, <laughs> and women, but women dress for other women. As exactly. Been said for, men dress for other women. Exactly. So if you, I think she has to play to that. Like, 100%. And, and you say like, listen, you fuck like a god. I enjoy it. Our relationship is great. I am, I want to sweat you so hard right yeah. now, but the hair is getting in my way. Yeah. I think that's, more direct yeah. to go, Yeah, I would be so much more attracted to you if we could just figure out this hair thing. And if you're getting married, you should be able to be direct with someone. Right. Go And then go together. I think yeah, if you go together to a hair salon where it's a, I think you got to go to a female mm. hair salon. Mm-hmm. So now it's two women telling him he looks more fuckable than before. Guys are motivated by <laughs> fixing and being fuckable. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Shannon Fiedler 13. At Shannon Fiedler 13. Go follow. Go, go, go. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Racing thoughts are the worst. They're constantly reminding you of that stupid thing you did five years ago or making you have an existential crisis at 3 a.m. A great way to lessen those thoughts is to talk through them in therapy with BetterHelp. BetterHelp is totally online. It's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. With appointments by phone, by video call, or even by message, make therapy work for your lifestyle that's what i love about it make it work for you you got a lot to do in the day therapy might not be top of mind also where to find this better help is a great place you're gonna have a marketplace you're gonna be able to get started as easy you take a short quiz to get matched with a licensed therapist and if your therapist isn't thrilling you don't panic you can swap therapists with the click of a button so it's really made and there's no office to go into there's no waiting room you can make it work in your life efficiently it's basically like Tinder, but for your mental health, I know you'll meet a perfect match. So this is great. What a great, and if you've never taken therapy, a great entryway into therapy. Get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash JTrain today to get 10, 10, 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash JTrain. I want to be a girlfriend, not a dog walker. I'm invested. Do you have a dog? No, but I wish. You wish. Mm-hmm. That's next. Yeah. Turks. Yeah. Then the dog. Yeah. Dear Jared, I've been binging the many podcasts in your universe ever since seeing you in the New York Times. Uh, was I in the New York Times? Oh, maybe I was. Yes. <laughs> I was. I was quoted uh, in an article about using mental health speak. I. I that goes back to the last email. Isn't like, it? D- okay. 
thank you in feathers. I've been dating a guy for five months. Let's call him Min. Both of us are in our 40s. I have no kids. He has an adult child. Because of a housing problem on Min's end, he and his dog, Pops, have been crashing with me for the last three months. Five months, three of them living together. They've only Wait, they've only been together for five dating months? Dating a guy for five months, and he's had an has had a housing issue crashing with me for three months. Whoa. That's Min got comfy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Min got comfy with me taking pops on his evening walks every day. Sounds like Min got comfy with the whole situation, <laughs> right? I mean, Min's making out, let me I, tell you. If I met someone and two months later I had a housing issue, they're not the person I'm asking to yeah, stay Yeah, 100%. With. Yeah. Interesting. Red flag. Then the morning walk started creeping in when Min was running late for work. I have a more flexible schedule because I work from home, but I still have stuff to do. I talk with Min about feeling taken for granted and have stopped being so generous with my dog walking services. But I feel the burden of managing the dog work walking schedule. I often uh, have to nag Min to walk Pops in the morning or else he forgets. After work, if he goes to a bar with friends, this is, this guy, Min, I, I, I think you're... You're putting the dog before the horse or whatever. What's the saying? Well, yeah, the cart the, before the horse. Yeah, the cart the, before the dog. The, yeah, the right? <laughs> like, yeah. How about the 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 house before the dog? I'll yeah, have to remind wow, him that okay. Pops is waiting for his walk. Sometimes the poor dog looks so desperate, I end up just walking it myself. Min took care of the dog before I was in the picture, plus raised a whole human child. So it's not like he's incapable of the responsibility. It seems like the issue is me allowing him to be too comfortable. Yeah. So what is the best way for me to handle this? If I stop nagging Min, the dog is the one who suffers. Plus, it's my apartment that gets soiled. Pops has already peed inside several times and even pooped once on my carpet when he missed a walk. By the way, Min has never once scooped my cat Daniela's litter box. <laughs> Look forward to your sage advice, sincerely. Pooped with pops. What do you think? This is... A, this is oh, it I is think the dog is the least of your worries in this agreed. scenario. <laughs> Why doesn't Min have somewhere else to live? Right. Like, does he... What about his friends that he's going to the bar with? That would be... The, the idea that he's staying with someone he's only been with five months. Yeah, that's so bold. And he's got this apartment that has issues. And then he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to go get some drinks with some friends. And leave my dog with you. He's not uncomfortable enough. Not at all. Just generally. Like at five months, you should still be on eggshells a bit. She needs him to move out. Yeah. I, he, 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 yeah. He, here's the thing. You're meeting who they really are. And I'm yes. sure that like, let, let's bring your scenario yes. in here. You meet during before the pandemic. The pandemic happens. You're doing long conversations over FaceTime. Yeah. That's also, whether you're talking about your traumas or not, Yeah, you had to come back. Yeah, yeah. To like well, and, be a and, couple, how and, did you do that? How well, do you how do you come back from being away from each other to like start right. something new and be young and in yeah. love type of thing? It's hard. We also had to quickly basically move him together because of the pandemic. That's why I say it's some COVID shit because he came and lived with me and my parents for a month, and then I went and lived with him and his parents for a month. And then he had sublet his apartment because he didn't know if he was coming back to the city. So hold on, you meet me. in January. 29, 2020? De December. So One December 2019. Yeah. Okay, so December, January, February, you're March. on a good track. You're yeah. enjoying each other. This very normal. Very normal. March comes along. Okay, I'm going to go home. You're going to go home. Right. We're FaceTiming. Right. Now, when do you come back to the city? Or when do you come back to each other's homes? In May, he comes to Rhode Island. March, April, May yeah. comes to Rhode Island. Yeah. Now, you go to Minnesota? I go to Minnesota in June. In June. Yeah. So then 
after that, you guys are like, okay, this worked in yeah. both homes. Yeah. And it was like highly concentrated. We're together a lot, but we're not living together. Like, you know what I mean? I was still a guest. It was just sure. a long time. No, no, no but you're, you're yeah. vacationing with each other exactly. at that point. You're vacationing at the parents' exactly. home. A different vacation, but, I, <laughs> I, but in that exactly. scenario, that makes sense. Uh, and then in January, so like one year of this sort of like back and forth, maybe he came, I came back to New York earlier right, and he came right. whenever. January, he didn't have an apartment because he had sublet it. So he came and moved into my studio. And then from then on, we've lived together. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about, though. Like, for this person... It took a long time to get there. Right. But but I'm saying, like, you had to have moments where you're like, okay, this yeah. is who I'm living with. Exactly. This is who Min is. Right. That's what this person needs to realize, that, like... You're turned off by the person, not the dog. Not yes. this, not how Min deals with the dog. It's how Min deals with someone who he's five months in with. Yeah. She needs to change. The perspective needs to change, 100%, 100%. right? A hundred percent. hundred percent. Because she's so, she's basically like burying the lead. Right. You know, you right. go, oh, well, if he just handled the dog better, then we'd be good. No, he doesn't care enough about you guys being good to handle the dog. Or better. the dog. Or which the is dog, also yeah, a red yeah. flag. Right. Yeah, I think living with someone is the best way to decide if you can stay with them or not. And it's, I mean, for this person... I think it's a no. Yeah, I think you gotta have a talk. Like, you gotta have a talk, and I think it starts with, hey, men, I don't think it's a breakup right away. I think it's like, hey, what's the plan for your living situation? Not what's the plan with the dog, because obviously they're not listening. Right. So what's the plan with your living situation? If they're like, oh, I don't know, I'm pretty comfy cozy. You've just learned a lot about this person. Them have, And I think what yeah. they're saying is like, well, they when they said they brought up a child. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. no. Not- you don't know how the child was brought up. <laughs> that's why they're not with their maybe right. wife that they right. had the child with. You know, like. Fair points. So I think, again, this is like, it's a great email because it shows you like what we want. We want to believe. Yeah. This is the right person to me. We've yeah. been together five months. How bad could be? How much of it more is there to learn? And then you go, there's a whole lot fucking more to learn. Yeah. And, and it's it's only going to get worse. Like if he's showing right. you this at five months, what's he going to show you at five years? Right. It's like, right. And again, someone had a kid with him and was like, nah, I can't Not, deal yeah. with the way this person does these things. And I, again, people can change, but how much do they change? Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com here with Shannon Fiedler go follow Shannon Fiedler 13 all her dates on her website go 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 we're sponsored back to school used to mean fresh new outfits for the season instead of going with mom to the department store let's stitch fix get you in a new outfit or two this fall Stitch Fix is the easy way to get clothes that fit you without having to endlessly scroll through options. Just let their expert stylists do the planning and they'll send you outfits that they've handpicked just for you. Just answer a few questions about your favorite stores, your lifestyle, and your budget, and Stitch Fix takes care of the rest. I love Stitch Fix just for the reason that they're going to send... Here's the thing. If you shop online, I do. Shannon, you do. All the time. You have things sent to you piecemeal. It's like one shirt, then you're like, oh, this doesn't fit. I got to send it back. I got to get the new one. Stitch Fix is going to send you a bunch of stuff. You're going to try them on all at your own home with your own mirrors, your own lighting. You can see how they fit and feel. And then what you don't like, send back and keep what you like. That's what it is. They have a range of sizes from extra small to 3XL and over 1,000 brands to choose from. That's the great thing. You're not just getting one t-shirt from one place. I've done this before. 
It's great. Your wardrobe will total, be totally revamped in no time. Once your new clothes arrive, try things on, keep what you like, easily return what you don't. Get ready for compliments with Stitch Fix. Thanks, Stitch Fix. Th- thanks, Stitch Fix. They just get me, and they'll get you too. They get you because you can take that quiz, and it's great. They let you know exact. You talk to their style experts. This is great. Try today at stitchfix.com slash JTrain. You'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash JTrain for 25% off today. Stitchfix.com slash JTrain. The Austin Powers of Dating. Jared and Guest, a friend of mine is obsessed with your podcast and won't shut up about you. I finally caved and gave it a listen, and now I am equally obsessed. See, you can you can share the JTrain podcast and know that your friends are going to love it and see the light that is the JTrain podcast. I'm a 34-year-old female, previously married, since divorce, pre-the dating apps. I'm 34 years old. Hold I think on. she was married before dating apps were Okay. So she's divorced now, she's Previously married since divorced pre the dating apps. Just now finally emerging into this new world of online dating and feeling like the Austin Powers of dating. Mm. Okay, I get it. I felt like there was, uh, I was frozen in time when I was married and dealing with the divorce and now it's a whole new world I know nothing about. Mm. I created a Hinge profile, met a guy on there, let's call him Ken. In March of this year, we went out to dinner after our first date, things went very well. He asked me to go out again the next night. Then after the, that, things started to fizzle, texting stopped, and he began only to responding to my Instagram stories, a tale as old as time. <laughs> I continued dating, and a couple months later, around the end of May, he resurfaced. He reached out to me via text, and we started going on dates again. He is a father, has been married before. He also has expressed to me that it, this most... He also he has also expressed to me that his most recent relationship that lasted two years still has some sort of hold on him. Oh! When I became aware of this information, I felt like I needed to have a conversation with him to get clarity on where his head is at. In that conversation, he expressed how toxic the last relationship was and didn't want to rush into another one without healing, but also told me how much he likes hanging out and getting to know me and didn't want to stop. He also used the phrase, I just want things to be, to be light and fun right now. Since that conversation, I have met his kid and Ken's mom for the last two weekends i have basically spent all weekends with him and his kid he asked me to stay over when his kid was at the house and i expressed where and i expressed with where we're at i was not comfortable with that yet he is a big we guy example we should go on vacation we should start this business venture (laughs) jokes about buying me a car things like that between the light and fun but then meeting his family and all that uh, all of the we talk and sometimes in text and in person, he is really sweet, but then other times I can tell he's pushing me away. Jared, I need your take on the situation. I don't want it up six months down the road and we are still doing the same song and dance and he still wants to keep things light and fun. A shagadelic betch. What do you think? Mm. Well, I do think actions speak louder than words. We all know right. that. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people think they want something that they don't actually want. Right. So I feel like he's telling, well, this is probably like my bad, he's just not that into you mm-hmm. and advice. But I feel like he's telling her, I don't want anything serious, but everything he's doing is leading to the idea that he does want a relationship. Right. Well, he wants a girlfriend on his terms, at his convenience. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. And that's, that's a very good point. That's very, speaks to me Yeah. as, as a guy. Like, right. I think that's a very guy thing. I want... I want access to you, but I don't want to be responsible for you. Yeah, it's very one-sided. That's it's fair. It's very one-sided. That's a very and, good point. Here's the thing. I can only speak to her. Right. You know, like, I think he's doing this. And again, he's afraid of going forward. Yeah. 
And the the shitty part about this is he makes her the bad guy. Yeah, that's not cool. Right? Because she has to always go, this is too much for me. And I don't feel... She even said to him, like, right. I don't... What did she say? Um, I created a... She said something like, I just want things to be light since that... So they have a conversation. Right. And then says, didn't want to rush into another one without healing. Uh, he also, uh, since that conversation, I met his kids and Ken's mom. And you got yeah. like. Yeah. She says I needed clarity to get his, where his head's at. Yeah. And it's, the, the thing that's really red flag for me is the, my ex tells a hold on me. Because mm. I feel like your ex has a hold on you until you meet someone that you like more. Right? Sure. Well, I, I guess the one thing I'll say is like, I think the process of an of having an ex, like I think yeah. a breakup can, like I've been in the situation where like a breakup, just the idea of having to break up again has stopped me. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it could be the act of breakup, but no, but I think you're right too. I think that there's a point to like, what I, do you mean they have a, have a hold on you? Do they text you? Do you right. talk? Are you, is or it like, the mother of his child? I don't even know. Right. Or like if he was just so head over heels for this woman, his ex would, he wouldn't be thinking about her anymore, right? That right. hold would loosen. I, I guess, yeah. I, I think the problem for her is that she has to be the bad cop. Yeah. She has to say, basically, right. I don't hang out with people and their kids that I'm not in a committed relationship right. with. And he's going to go, whoa, what? And right. she's putting, he's putting her in a position to be like, you're at an ultimatum point. Right. Where, right. Because, you know, like I, and the one thing she needs to be, I think what she needs to stop doing, and this is like directly to her. Like I, I mean, you could show him this podcast, and I'll be saying, and he'd be like, "Okay, I am doing all those things." But the one thing that she's doing is like, I have no idea what I'm doing in this new hinge world. You know more than you. Stop that. You know everything. Yeah. yeah. You're not an idiot. You're smart. You know how you feel. You know that what's going on here when you go. Oh my god! Now we're falling. He's he reacts to my Instagram stories. Yeah. He's yeah. keeping in contact with yeah. you because he wants access to you when he's ready and he doesn't want to have to deal with you when you want something more. 100%. I also think like dating apps, I dated before the dating apps, I dated during the dating apps. Once you get off the screen and into person, it's just dating. Right. Like once you've gone on that first date, it's no more like the world of the apps. Like, right. I agree you're just you. dating this guy. You, you know how to date. So I think that's a really good point. Yeah. Here. And it, something, it always gets said to me like, oh, I don't even know what I'm doing. It's like, you know how humans act. Yeah. <laughs> if it's weird, right. if it feels weird, it is weird. Exactly. If it feels off, it is off. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. There's a reason for everything. And the reason he came back after you had, an, you know, she wrote, you know, um, I created a Hinge profile in March. We went on a dinner date. Our first date, things went really well. He asked me to go out again. Then things fizzled, then stopped, and now he's responding to Instagram stories. Yeah, this is... He's a zombie. Yeah, he came back, and now you you said yes to coming back, so he knows he has a little bit of power in this thing. Yep. Where he, he goes, well, she's, you know, this was simple. This was easy. I And the reason guys come back is they know that you said yes to their naked body once before so that you will again. So... There's less turn, uh, you know. You might not, you're not gonna get turned down. There's right. no risk, right? So, I don't know. I I think if I were her, hey, I can't hang out with you and your kids if we're not in a committed relationship. Yeah. Simple as that. Lay it down. Tell him. 
That and that sucks that he's. But here's the thing. Remember, he has brought you to this place, mm-hmm. so he probably doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. But if you say that, then like he's I gotta I, make a choice. He's yeah. gotta make a choice. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Shannon Fiedler at Shannon Fiedler thirteen. Go follow dating app networking. Mm. Jared, an esteemed guest, I'm a 27-year-old woman living in your hometown of Boston. I've been working for the same highly esteemed global company since I graduated college five years ago, and I'm currently in the role I would always work towards having. Congratulations. There we go. I love most aspects of my job and life here and haven't been actively looking to leave, but would be lying if I said I hadn't thought about it. Normal. The idea, like especially in this world that we live in, you're like, why would I put myself through these New England winters? There. You know, when I'm working, right. uh, you know, remote or I have the ability yeah. to move. I Listen, we all have this thought. Long story short, I was approached on LinkedIn about an opportunity I can't pass up that will require that I relocate to Tulsa, Oklahoma. How Chandler of you. Is that where Chandler went? Yeah, they move him there in Friends. Was that the ending of the, the series? Or? No, they move him back. Oh, they move him back? Yeah. Have you been to Oklahoma? No. I have been to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, which is like, I think an hour or something from Tulsa. It is a different planet. It's not Boston. It ain't I can Boston. imagine. It's okay. Anything you just said about Tulsa, I've probably already said myself. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, I, listen, nice people, but I remember when I went to Oklahoma City, I've been there twice yeah. now. I went to like a line dancing bar where they're line dancing, and it was like, it was just so, it was foreign to me because. Everyone doing the line dancing looked like the type of dude that would make fun of someone for dancing. So you're like, wow, this is like, you know, like this is a totally different alien world yeah. to me. And wow, okay. the people are very nice. They're a okay. little bit more, I mean, it's Bible Beltish. Yeah. It's, it's all those things. But again, I was in Lexington, Kentucky, and mm-hmm. we drove out to uh, Alec Parent, hilarious comic who opened for me there. We went to a horse farm and we were like driving out and we're like, what would it be like to live out here? And like, what would you need? And I'm like, well, I would need more space. I would need a home that I like felt like I was on vacation all the time. I need a place to like feel like I didn't need to leave my house. And then you start thinking of those things and you go, well, that is more available out there. Right. There's space, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's a different life. life. I'm single and a born and raised New Englander. So Mm -hmm. naturally I change my hinge settings once it was official to see what the sooner state has to offer me oh so it's official so she's going it's i guess i I, yeah i ended up finding a guy who's cute is in my desired age range and had responses that weren't all about cows and church these are okay you found green flags uh his profile also happens to mention that he works for the company that i'm joining being that i know no one between pittsburgh and la and i'm making a huge weird move for this job i'm obviously curious my question to you is it approach is it appropriate to reach out to this guy and let him know i'm soon to be in the uh, new to the area as well as a newbie at his company to try and make a connection and get a lay of the land to be clear i would be i would use this as a platonic professional lead in and nothing mm. more is it weird that our link is a dating app how do i approach this thank you in advance sincerely uh what mm. do you think um this is tough this is tough for sure because he's there once like yeah. you don't go to the lion cage to ask about what tulsa's like right you go to right. lion cage to get eaten right so I think you would have to be very, here's what I would do. I would say like, hi dude, so nice we matched. I saw your, you work here. 
I'm just starting a job there. I don't feel comfortable <coughs> dating someone at right. my organization j- just starting because it just feels like, you know, crossing to me. I think anyone would respect that. Right. Like, but I don't know anyone in Tulsa. So would love to take you out for coffee and just like ask you about the place when I get there. Like I, real above board. I agree with you on everything you said. Yeah. And I think that could work. Yeah. She also has to acknowledge that they match because exactly what you said. It, yes. You said, I go, what did you respond to on Hinge? You said, you're, I hot. Was a, you're hot. Yeah. So, and I will say for men, once they think you're hot, they always think you're hot. It's not Bumble BFF. You know, you got to. No. <laughs> and, and, and so you're inviting yeah. a tiger yeah. to get coffee. Yes. And, and, and go vegan. Yes. You know, because, so let's acknowledge That's that. Point. So like, I, I think the, because here's the thing. I think I've noticed from a lot of women that write into here and that when we talk mm-hmm. about relationships, they can go, well, now that you're a work person, I'm kind of turned off and mm. I'm going to, now I'm lower on the attraction scale right. with this guy. Right. I can, I can get away from that. Right. I think guys, especially the guy, look at the guy who's responding to the Instagram stories. It's, you know, it's like when a relationship ends, they go, well, that's over. And it's like, yeah, but he's still sending the fire emoji. Right. So I, I think you have to acknowledge, like, he is attracted to you. Maybe you can say, ah, you know, now I'm rationalizing it. But don't make that decision for him. Right. Also question, how big is this organization? Does it have to be platonic? Can right. you go on a date with him? If it's like a massive company, you you maybe can. I Yeah, I... That's another good point. I, I think I think you have to be above board is, is the really yes. the, the big thing. Like, hey, let me just yeah. break this down for you. You can't like Trojan horse it. No. <laughs> and, and and sometimes people try to do that and they go, and you yeah. see it a lot of times, oh, we're just joking. And it's like, no, no, no. This, this lion ain't joking. Right. Lion gonna lion. And I keep lion using the animal well, because men are reason. animals. This is not, this is, you're, you're. Asking a lion to get coffee. Yeah. And when lion want a lion. Yeah. So he didn't swipe on hinge. He didn't like on hinge. Oh, seems like a good reasonable person I can get <laughs> to friends. know. No. Yeah, he doesn't he already lives in Tulsa. He doesn't need friends. No. He's got his friends. He's yeah, got his that's church fair. group. <laughs> so And his cows. You need to say to him, let me just say something. I know this is super weird. I just got a job. I live in Boston. I just got a job at the exact company it says you work at. I'm looking to, I'm moving to town. Right. I would love to meet you, but I want you to understand all of these things going in. Right. It may not be a dating scenario for me, but I would understand if you're looking to just date on here, I would understand why you would unmatch and want to go in a different direction. Totally. But I really enjoy getting to know you. I don't... This advice is tough. It's really hard. Because, again, she's like, I gotta meet... Like, I understand where she is. I get it. She just wants to go there and and meet someone her age that's cool. And he seems cool in her age. But maybe she just needs to leave it and, like, trust that when she gets there, she'll meet someone at that company that's cool in her age. I mean, she might end up seeing him and go, hey, awkward. You guys (laughs) might... You, there might be sparks. Listen, that, that's why it's hard to give this advice because, right. like, you do want to say to her, like, yeah, go on a date with him. Right. Um, if you give him all the information, yeah, that could be fun. That yeah. could be, and it could be, and 
I think maybe it opens the door to being so communicative that this ends up being like a healthy friends with benefits, a healthy casual thing, a healthy right. friend. Yeah. Or a healthy relationship. Like those are four things that are on the table. I do understand why you're like, but I think when you're yeah. forced into communication so soon, yeah, it can go in the best direction. Yeah. Then there's no games. Right. It's interesting. I, I would love a follow up on this. I would love to see how this goes. I think you got to let them know what's up. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Shannon Fiedler at Shannon Fiedler 13. Farting coworker. Oh. Jared and friends, I was listening to your episode about dramatic office yawners, and it made me curious of your thoughts on a situation I've been dealing with in the office. For some background, I work for a state agency in a relatively professional position. As a millennial, I am the youngest person in my office. All my coworkers range from 40 to 60. I have a coworker, let's say his name is Kent, who recently announced that he accepted a promotion and another agency will be leaving within a month. A few days after his announcement, another coworker quietly mentioned that she heard Kent blatantly fart a few times. <laughs> he sits in the cubicle directly behind her. I laughed it off because it was quite obviously hilarious. I mean, we both laughed. Yeah. Kent's done. He's yeah. checked out. Fuck, yeah, fuck Ken. <laughs> fart and Ken. Uh, but deep down, thought there was no way he, a professional man in his late 40s, did that. And maybe it was his chair creaking when he moved. The following week, I was alone in the office with him. He sits maybe 15 feet away from me. It was dead silent the entire morning. Then all of a sudden, I heard one of the loudest, most triumphant, long-winded, multi-tube farts I have ever heard, followed by a dramatic sigh of relief. (laughs) Kent is really letting it fly. Wow. I was in disbelief and fought really hard to hold back my laughter. I quickly grabbed my mouse... And leaned into my screen and began clicking around to pretend I was so entranced by what I was looking at that I couldn't possibly have noticed. It was absolutely bizarre. An accidental accidental whoopsie toot is one thing. Happens to the best of us. But this was planned, pushed, and purposeful. (laughs) Planned, pushed, and purposeful. The three Ps. Later that afternoon, a second fart. I was floored. He's not an elderly person with no ability to hold in a fart. And he has never done this in the past. Now, twice in one day. From that day on, it continued to happen a minimum of once per day. Whenever he was in the office with me. Now, I I love the fact that Kent got this new job. He's like, like... Kent gonna Kent. Bye. Yeah. Fuck all of you. I'm yeah. farting. Yeah. I'm gonna be the real Kent. Yeah. Now every time it happens, my coworker and I will text each other to silently giggle as if he found out he was leaving and was literally farting on the office. <laughs> Is this his way of showing dominance? A final F you? I'm curious to see what you think of the situation, how you would handle it. If it was a friend or someone I was close to, I'd likely laugh with them about it. However, this is someone who is strictly a coworker in a professional work environment. Thanks for always sharing your great takes on these <laughs> awkward situations. What do we think? I mean, Kent is just living his truth over here. I love Kent. I love it. Uh, yeah. Right? I mean, he's done. What does he have to... He's never going to see these people again. Here's what Kent's done for the office. It's freed up everyone to fart. Uh, yeah. I think now, if he, the, the he, next fart like, you have ready, you got to push and be purposeful He's a crusader. Too. Yeah. He's opened up this world yeah. to a farting reality that you never knew you had before. Now that you know how people act, where you really... No one cares. Yeah, you can do it. You People might laugh at you, but you can do it. I would fart next time I had to fart, and I'd be like, hey, Kent. Thank that you. one's for you. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> thank, yeah. Thank you for this road that you've opened. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Ken it's deserves all, yeah. a thank you. It's also a fun way for you and your other coworker to get closer. Now mm. you have something to laugh about. Yeah, this is great. And here's the thing. Fart and coworker, no mention of a stench. 
Yeah, that's like, true. Isn't that nice? So then, so then it's no biggie. It's really just a noise at that point. Yeah. If a fart happens in the woods and it doesn't smell, was it a fart at all? The world may never know. Right. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We got one more. Is that okay with you? Oh, it's more than okay. Shelby, does that work for all of us? Okay. My friends with benefits situation. Mm, juicy stuff. Jared and Guess, longtime listener. I'm writing in for some advice uh, if I should address the situation or let it fade away. Mm. My friends with benefits is a guy in my friend group. Our first hookup was a it was our first hookup was after a drunken night a year ago, and we then started a friends with benefits six months ago. Once I got my own place, he lives at home, so we only hook up at mine. Okay, we are all 29 years old for context. He requested Mm. that I don't tell anyone in our group that we had sex after the first time. So no one else knows why secret secrets are no fun. Mm. The other day, I decided to invite our group of friends over for drinks. It ended up being a small gathering. My friend, female and other friend, male. They have a flirty thing going on. My friends with benefits shows up later to the gathering and starts to flirt with my female friend. Uh oh. I was a bit annoyed, but just brushed it off, thinking it was just one comment. <clears throat> he then asked me to get something uh, from inside, and when I came back out, he had taken my seat to sit closer to her and proceeded to put his arm around her chair and was whispering in her ear, having a side conversation. Yikes. The other male friend and I gave each other a look of confusion. The rest of the night, my friends with benefits was flirting hardcore with my friend in my house, and I was very uncomfortable as we hooked up here just two days prior. He was lifting her up, twirling her, giving her flowers from my vase and making other comments. We all know each other for 10 plus years, so this is not a new girl for him to flirt with. My female friend just likes the attention, so I don't think she is into him since she is into the other guy that was there. Yuck. Complicated. Very complicated. Also, like... Yeah, liking the attention. Uh, well, yeah, no. we'll get into this. Um, after he leaves, he texts me, thanks for having us. I had fun. That makes me think he has zero clue that I was pissed off and I didn't respond to the message. I myself don't want to date this guy, but just felt very disrespected that he would flirt like that in such a small gathering and in the place where we have had sex constantly. Mm. And after what I saw that night, I never want to have sex with him again. Mm. When I When he asked to hang out again, do I just play it off that I'm busy and let it fade away? Or should I tell him I don't want to continue our friends with benefits? If he asks why, do I tell him the truth? Curious to get your thoughts. Sincerely, he got friendly with the wrong friend. What do you think? I think it's complicated. Mm. I think it's like, it's yeah, I don't know. I mean, I how close are you guys as friends is the real question. Is Do you want to save the friendship? Because then you have to address it. But if you can just be like adjacent in the same friend group, you could probably let it fade out. He says that, or the the emailer, she says that uh, the in the friend group. Yeah. Um, we're all 29 years old. The other day, I, here's, I, I don't think, I don't believe in the let it fade thing. Yeah. To me, like, friends with, friends with benefits doesn't allow someone to just have no class. Good point. Like, yeah. Because to me, the idea that, like, you can come to my house, yeah. flirt with another woman in front of me, obviously. Like, yeah. put me in a position to kind of feel, and then after you told me to keep this a secret. Yeah, that's shady. Have some shame. Yeah, and I don't know how guys think. Anyway, he's trying to make her jealous. 
Is that like a plausible I don't, response? I don't think so. I don't yeah. think you do that to someone. Yeah, that's that, shady. That you've had. It's not like she dumped him. Right. In secret. Right. And then he came over and was like. That's true. That would be a different. Yeah. Even though that would be still shitty. Like, yeah. It would be passive aggressive. There's, a There's a, yeah. I guess they would. They would explain something. Yeah. To me, when you say to someone, "Let's keep this a secret," yeah. and then you may you now have this thing between you. So there has to be trust that that person right. won't tell, and then there has to also be trust that you will be appropriate. And how many people? And it also shows you like. I can understand why she's turned off. She's like, oh yeah, done. oh is this how he gets girls? That he becomes friends and he yeah. he has no ability to go out into the wild yeah. and meet someone new. I, I, I think she has to let him know. Yeah, As a, I do. Yeah. The whole point of a friend with benefits is that you're friends. Yeah. You don't disrespect a friend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would send a text and be like, hey, I've been kind of chewing on this for a while. I'm annoyed. Yeah. You came to my house. You flirted with my friend in front of me. We have a history. Yeah. It made me feel like shit. It made me feel like I meant yeah. nothing to you as a friend. Yes. Don't go down the road of like, you know, because right. I think what she's afraid of doing is like, how do you tell someone that you care about, but you don't love, that you have fucked, right. Right. that you're a little bit mad, but you're not in love with them? Right. I think <laughs> I think you're right. You got to treat it the same way you, if a friend did something shitty to you, which friends do, how would you have that conversation with right. them? Yeah. 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 As a friend, you fucked up. Yeah. You came to my house and you put on a bit of a show. Yeah. This was a bad friend thing to do. Right. Not yeah. a, you know, benefits the, aside. The benefits, totally. And I think that's what gets lost in the friends with benefits thing mm -hmm. that gets lost in the casual thing. Yeah. Where it's like, you can still be shitty to someone who you're not going to end up marrying. Right. You, know? you, you have, still have to treat them like a person. Right. Respect. Yeah. And when you come over in that sense, and honestly, you're not asking him to come over and be like, hello, my lady. Like, <laughs> you know, exactly. like, you're just asking for like, a, like a, a little ounce of right. like, ownership that like we have a thing right yeah jtrain podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com shannon fiedler thank you so much for coming on you're fantastic thank you this was so fun everyone go follow shannon at shannon fiedler 13 will be all over my social media i'm jared freed we're here every monday with your emails your stories your questions go check out the special 37 and single it's on netflix right now share it share it, share it back next week boom